the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. Good afternoon. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Milton Glick along with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons. I was checking to make sure you didn't have your shorts on today. No, this is a weird day. I think that everyone is dressed for cooler weather, but it's actually warmer than it was yesterday. I don't know if it's the overcast or what it is, but yeah. Yeah. And everybody's got their... Arms over their chests and kind of yeah, but it's shivering. actually warm. So look at here, these two people. Uh, well, I think when we left yesterday, it was in the uh, upper fifties, and let's see, currently it's still in the upper fifties. So okay, but it should I, by the I time saw we leave, a young, I saw a young lady in uh, shorts, Milton. Okay, only one I've seen in shorts. <laughs> I've seen everybody else got coats. There was one that had in shorts, but she had a big. Uh, sweatshirt on with a hood. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> and happy St. Patrick's Day to all our listeners. Um, lots of folks out here wearing green amongst the green. Milton got on his green. I do. I'm I'm St. Patrick out. Army green. Yeah. Does that count or no? Yeah. All right. So 210-308-8867. The number to call to be a part of today's show. 210-308-8867. Tell us what's going on, and uh, we, uh, yeah, we, we got, I think you're right about squirrels, because we got diggers. <laughs> I, I went to the strawberry, and I put, uh, a few months ago, I put the little blue bonnet transplants around the strawberry in the container. They were just dug up and tossed aside. <laughs> yeah, that's a squirrel. Yeah. They have no respect, Milton. They don't have much respect at all. They just... It just threw it. It was like adding insult to injury. I'm not only going to kill this thing, I'm going to throw it out of here. So, uh, yeah, leave you a big hole. I don't know how you fix it. <laughs> Y'all yeah. talked about the You fill uh, mulch. it back in again. Well, I've done that three times. Have, you got, have, <laughs> have you got to have a heart trap? Oh, yeah. Just catch them and move them? Maybe so. Put a little little container of dirt in there. Instead of the uh, <laughs> peanut butter, so they, they seem to like yeah, that. Yeah, peanut butter or a pecan. I'll probably catch a yeah. cat, too. I don't want to do that. Ooh. What was that? Your, your cat. Bag. Your cat pushed your oh, okay. bag down back yeah. there. <laughs> the ghost you know. cat. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. What's I don't going? know if cats will go after peanut butter or not. Oh, I don't know. Maybe not. <laughs> They go after Depends bro- on the cat. Yeah. Because uh, some dogs will go after peanut butter, too. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yeah. 
dogs like uh, peanut butter. Lick it, kind of little. <laughs> yeah, lick it rather than chew. I don't chew. think I've ever given my dog peanut butter. Oh, and then they just sit there no, the whole it's messy. the whole rest of the night. No, <laughs> trying to get it off their yeah. uh, tongue, huh? Uh, I got a call from down south. Way down south? By, uh, Elmendorf, down in Elmendorf land, south of San Antonio. And uh, he said that the uh, mesquites are leafing out. Oh. Pecan trees are leafing out. Mm. And uh, a lot of the tropical things like uh, Esperanza are, are leafing out. They didn't freeze back. Yeah, I, I saw some leaves on mesquite. We sat are blooming. Yeah. Um, the Anaqua had le- left, lost their leaves in those freeze. They're they're leafing back up again. Yeah. So, so everything is decided, huh? You think? Of course, they decided <laughs> last week on wrong. We're wrong. Yeah. Are they. Uh, Calvin writes in his Good to Grow, and yesterday's paper says the average, uh, last average freeze date is about March, mid-March, in uh, San Antonio. But freezes occasionally occur into early April. Keep your plant covering and heat sources at hand. That's good advice, Calvin. But, uh, if you want to start planting, it's time to be, to begin planting of tomato transplants, and a lot, almost every cart walking around the nursery got several yeah. several tomatoes in them. I, I, I want to stop them and ask them what varieties they got, but I know they've got different varieties because the plants are different heights. So uh, people are. Becoming very uh, selective in their variety. Uh, used to, they just go in and pick up the closest nice. thing. Nice looking plant. Of course, it does make a difference if there's a nice. If, if you're choosing between bobcat and four 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 and yeah. tycoon, you might. You think they're all good. You might pick the plants that look the best too. Right. Yeah. Uh, as far as far as being all good, uh, we do taste tests on these tomatoes, and uh, uh, you noticed uh, you notice when we talk describing the new rodeo tomato, we very seldom mention taste. It tastes good to you. Yeah. Uh, I heard you recommend one said it could be the best tasting tomato. Yeah. Ever put on the market? Well, there you go. Was yeah. that Sunbright? Was that last no, year? That no, that was many years ago. Something eleven eighty three or yeah, uh, eighteen twenty three. Yeah, eighteen twenty three. They described that's the they, first tomato they ever described as taste good. Okay. The most of superior the time they leave that out. Superior. Yeah. But uh, uh, they're out there too. Yeah. 1823. Yeah. Mhm. And in t- and testing these varieties, we have discovered that different people have different tastes for tomatoes and and there are other things I guess. But uh 
And that changes from year to year, at least the varieties. Uh, it may change. even change from week to week sometimes, as a, depending yeah. on when you harvest the yeah. tomatoes makes a difference. The temperatures, too. Yeah. Usually, usually the first tomatoes are kind of mushy because of the cool weather we're having, or, or having the early spring. But uh, uh, we always compare them to a celebrity, and uh, one year, one year celebrity will be close to the top on the uh, ratings, and the next next year, next <laughs> next year, uh, is cele- that again? <laughs> <laughs> next year, the celebrity will be beat out by almost all the tomatoes out of the same field. Huh. That's the same ripeness. So. Uh, your best bet is to uh, try several tomatoes and see which one tastes best to you. Well, I still, my favorite is still BHN 968 uh, with a... Well, that's a cherry. Yeah, and the second is another cherry, Ruby Crush. <laughs> Calvin just likes all those picking, all that picking. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's a pain to pick those little ones. Oh, yeah. Oh uh, well, n- nice thing about nine sixty eight is nematode resistant, but it's also a fairly, it's a medium sized cherry to me. Yeah. Very good. I mean, it's a uh, distinctive taste, uh, acidic. Yeah. Uh, now the Ruby Crush, you can really chase taste the difference because it's oh yeah Ruby Crush is much sweeter Absolutely. Or, or less acidic at least. Yeah. But like, anyway, some other thing. Do you have something? Else? No, I was just saying they're both both good choices. Oh yeah, uh, it's time to begin planting tomato transplants and green beans. Hmm. We had a guy call in yesterday. One yeah, about green beans. I, I started to correct him. We don't have string beans anymore. Oh, he's show, he's showing his age and he's showing that he's uh, from the south. In the southeast, what a coincidence! We're from the south. Yeah, <laughs> in the southeastern United States, uh, they call call them green uh, string beans. Green beans. They are call green beans string beans. Beans, string okay. beans. Huh. You know why that is, Milton? Because if you let them over get over mature, when you shell them, yeah, there's a string that actually keeps them closed. A string of uh, or of uh, Plant material, huh. and uh, so if you if you let them get over mature and, and cut them up, you'll have stringy green beans. Oh, that's why they call them string beans. Okay. Anyway, I didn't know uh, that. Yeah. Uh, Cucumbers. But, but the breeders, the breeders of, of beans have pretty well bred that out. You don't you don't see. Sh- Stringy green beans in, in, in that's one of you know we talk about uh, broccoli and the coal crops being very very productive for the amount of space you give them. Oh yeah, uh, green beans are another one that really gives Pretty you good. gives you a good return for space. Uh, and uh, you want to use the bush type uh, to stay smaller in uh, in small gardens. Yeah, because and the, the fast production too. But uh, what you what you understand is you get, basically get two two main harvests off the green beans, and then you need to pull them up. 
So you have, need to have, uh, because uh, they, they'll produce a few more beans, but uh, nothing like those two, first two pickings. You can uh, even, uh, plant more than one yeah. kind of planting, too. Make succession plant yeah. about uh, probably two weeks apart. If you're not overwhelmed by green beans by then. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. I guess a lot of people freeze them too, and can you, them. Yeah. And uh, if you get them young, be sure to get them young. Now, if and you go to the the racks, seed racks here, there's three or four different varieties. To right. Select from all of them work fine. Now look at the time return, but uh, look for the distinction too between the vining and the bush. Yeah, bush. Yeah. That'll make a difference. The bush, uh, the vining take a little longer. They may produce a little bit more, but they take a little longer to produce. Yeah. And a and little more not space. good for small gardens. Yeah, take a more space. So I think most people will be happy with the bush if they can uh, keep themselves uh, or talk themselves into pulling them up after the second harvest. Uh and people say, well, why, why pull them up after the second harvest? Because uh, they'll attract spider mites and uh, the spider mites that get on the foliage when the foliage gets old. And and then, then you got a problem that'll spread to your other plants. Uh, Calvin also mentioned cucumbers, cantaloupes, and summer squash seed for the summer. Uh, and then he talked about his favorite, uh, if you've had trouble uh, controlling squash vine borers, that's the one that you squash, you get a couple of harvests off of it, and then the whole plant dies. And it looks like it's rotted at the base of the plant, and you split it open, and uh, you'll find uh, big white grubs or worms in there, grub worms. Uh, in that, and that's, those are vine borers. But uh, we we recommend tatuma, tatuma squash. Tatuma is a is a when uh, when you see recipes, Mexican recipes that call for squash, calabacita. Uh, they're talking tatuma. Yeah. They're not talking. Uh, Yellow squash, uh, or, or zucchini, or yellow squash. But, uh. That you can use. I've always found you can use the, the, the varieties interchangeably, the tatuma with the summer squash. Yeah. Yeah, on most recipes. And easy to grow. Tatuma, very, very easy to grow, very productive. Somebody asked, was that a pumpkin or a squash? <laughs> And I've I've been thinking about that all night. That's, oh gosh, that's, that's what I do. Uh, think about questions. Terrible to get old, night. huh, Milton? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, the tattoo, the reason the tatuma squash uh, vines are not uh, bothered by uh, squash vine borer is because they're solid. They're like a cantaloupe. Vine, hmm. they're, they're solid. Now the pumpkin, yeah, and uh, uh, squash, the stems are hollow, so the the worm, the uh, 
scrub can get in there, that a squash fine boar can get in there, lay its eggs on the surface, and then bore into the hollow area and continue to eat it from the inside out. Hmm. It's a hell of a way to go, Melton, for a squash mm. plant. <laughs> Poor squash. And uh, once it, once he is in there and gotten large, and first hot weather comes, yeah, first hot weather comes, that that kills the plant, or the plant just dies out. I've heard, uh, I I talked to a surgeon guard, a surgeon that had a garden, and he extracted the squash vine borers with scaffold. I mean, like he operated on his squash squash wow. vine. And eliminated the bores. Well, once you cut that stem, uh, you've done damage to the plant. So hmm. it's better to get this two or three har- harvests of squash and then uh, have succession plantings coming. In other words, pull, up, pull them up after the two or three uh, good squash yields and then... Uh, have a have new plants coming uh because it takes the squash fat borer a period of time to kill uh, to get big enough to do damage in the squash fire uh also in digging now uh kevin makes a good point of um the freezes in early March may have killed some winter weeds. Didn't kill mine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm becoming more and more convinced there weren't too many killed. <laughs> Maybe they hesitated in growth for yeah, two days. Yeah. And and he mentioned uh, Anar slow germination of summer seeds. Now that? Weeds. Yeah. Some, summer weeds. Use this opportunity to apply pre-emergent herbicide. In other words, if you, if you didn't do it earlier, you need to do it as soon as possible. And uh, Kevin recommends a maze and our dimension to prevent sandburrs. Who who would have sandburrs? I don't know of any of our listeners that have sandburrs. Well, call you? us if you've ever seen a sandburr. Uh. <laughs> we want to hear from you. Well, Jerry thinks that oh, the, should... only Wilson County has uh. sandburrs. Yeah. But that... Uh, of course, there's more of us have sandburrs than that. Too. <laughs> Maybe instead of a blue bonnet report, we should do a sandburr report. Yeah, they, of course, sandburr is is a, is a state flower of uh, Wilson County. You know. <laughs> is that right? Yeah, they had a change from the blue bonnet to the yeah, sandburr. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Anybody grow those blue bonnets? <laughs> and uh, and of course, they have their own own mammal too. The gopher. gopher. Yeah, gopher. <laughs> the sandbur fest. Too bad the gophers won't eat sandbur, did they? Oh, that would be great. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, one of the few things they don't seem to. Yeah, eat. they don't bother the sandbur. Uh, keep mowing and pulling the winter weeds that have escaped. And uh, I'm seeing that in my yard. I see uh, I had it mowed, and now... Uh, I see remnants of uh, that, what's that, bindweed? Uh, bed straw? Bed straw coming up. Yeah. Which I quickly pull up when I see. And then I'm also seeing a regrowth of that uh, wild carrot. Yeah. Uh, you know, the sticks, we even had it. Sticks uh, above the ground. Beggar's lice, yeah. 
Yeah. They even had it in a, a butter, the butterfly garden here at Milberger's. Right, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, when Mary and I went over there to look at the blue curl growing, there, there right next to it was uh, beggar's lice coming <laughs> up. Yeah. Just is... A, is uh, is blue coral blooming over there? No, it's uh, just growing. It's about uh, 12, 14 inches tall. It'll be blooming there a week or so, I think. Good. I, I can't get in my mind what that is. I, you, I, I don't know that plant. You've probably seen it, but it's, it's really memorable when you see a huge area. Planting them, yeah. yeah. And then loaded with bees and butterflies and everything so and then it'll be soon it started to bloom at uh, in area landscapes now and it's available in seed form yeah uh, 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 I think wild, wild seeds wild seeds all had it for years yeah, yeah. wild seeds but uh, also look at Calvin's article uh, uh, what's up yesterday's you want to <laughs> radio Here, can we ask a gardening question on the air you got sunbright. Oh, are you trying to pay? Yeah. Oh, oh no. Okay. Yeah, no, you yeah, got yeah. cash. Over there or Wait, over there? Uh, I'll take the money. <laughs> Calvin has lost Jerry Morse. He had sales. cash, too. Oh, man. All right, and then you give him that advice. Just run out of the nursery. Just, you know, people start yelling at you. You just ignore them. <laughs> All right. But anyway, he had sunbright. That's another rodeo tomato. Couple of years ago. <coughs> anyway, Calvin uh, does a good article. All right. Uh, oak leaves are great for the garden. In yesterday's paper. Well, hang on. But we got it. Then he had. Uh oh. Well, hold on to that thought. He had to jump yes. the track. Oh no, because March is on the line at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. March, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. You got a blue bonnet report. No, not a report. I had a question. This is March. Oh, oh okay. Hi, Callie and Jerry. On? This is March. I wonder where uh, a good afternoon drive might be to see the blue bonnets in bloom today. Well, that's Got yeah, any ideas? I, yeah, well, uh, I see a lot of them around 1604. Yeah, right through here. Yeah. Uh, where they're not doing construction, they plowed out, they've yeah. uh, bulldozed out of. The really pretty, uh, where everybody used to take their pictures there at uh, well, let's sixteen oh four in Braun. And uh, yeah, I I haven't been gone. I haven't gone south for, because the uh, oh the flocks and uh, what are the purple ones? Uh, uh, verbena. Verbena. They were blooming up oh, a storm, yeah. but uh, it's we not. got Indian paintbrush. Uh, where we get on the interstate down here. You know, uh, Spider-Man of Spider-Man's Pest Control said lots of blue bonnets on Highway 71 between Marble Falls and Lano. Good That's Lord. I was, wondering. I was wondering if it was out by uh, Lano today. Yeah. That might that be a really you're... nice drive. Yeah. yeah. It's a little longer, but it's worth it to go see them. Yeah. Yeah. And It'd you, be pretty. Okay, you can stop well, at Marble Falls and get some pie. and. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I <laughs> See? Oh, are they open on Sunday? I don't know if they're open on Sunday or not. Huh? Actually, well, I don't know. But check it out. That would be a good drive, I think. So thanks again, and you guys have a nice weekend, okay? All right. Nice. Thank you. Send us some Thank pictures. You. Bye-bye. Okay, Send them to KLUP.com. Okay, cool. Okay. 
you. All right. Now, you, you can help out March by calling us at 210-308-8867. If there's a good, picturesque blue bonnet patch uh, closer to San Antonio, uh, although I think she wants to travel. I think she wants to hop in the car and yeah. just, it's, just, go west, young man. Yeah, she's going west. She's, <laughs> she's on an adventure, a blue bonnet adventure. All right, we're going to take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. We've got more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. It's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 in Bolvardy Road. And if I sound excited, it's because I am. Millburgers' big anniversary celebration is about to begin this Wednesday, and that means great savings and terrific events as Millburgers celebrates its 41st anniversary here in San Antonio. Okay, let's talk about the savings first, and I'll be honest with you. There are too many things and too many items on sale to talk about in just 60 seconds. So I'm going to suggest you go to MillburgerNursery.com to learn more. MillburgerNursery.com. I can tell you about the upcoming event this Saturday over at the nursery. It's March 23rd from 10 to 2. If you want to grow roses in San Antonio, you talk to the experts, the San Antonio Rose Society, and they'll be at Millburgers answering your rose questions from 10 to 2. It's not a seminar. They'll be setting up a table and you come up and ask any question you want about growing roses in San Antonio. For more information, go to millburgernursery.com and happy birthday, Millburgers. Bill Wamsley here. The first thing you're going to have to learn is until you stop expecting the politicians or anyone else to change your life, your life isn't going to change. The only person who can change your life is you, but you need to know how. Listen to my show, the Del Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins. The Del Wamsley Show, weeknights at 9 on 930 AM, The Answer. Finding great discount deals has just gotten easier through the Marketplace San Antonio page at 930amtheanswer.com. Including Surveillance Solutions. Your home or business can get a state-of-the-art Surveillance Solutions security package that includes a 4K high-def color camera, 8-channel 4K network video recorder, monitors, installation, and more. Valued at $9,000 right now for only $5,000. Exclusively on the Marketplace page. At 930amtheanswer.com. If you're looking to buy or sell gold and silver in San Antonio, then come down and see us today at Wise Wolf Gold and Silver Exchange. We are proudly veteran-owned and operated and care deeply about professionalism and your privacy. I'm Tony Arterburn, and as owners of Wise Wolf Gold and Silver Exchange, my wife Melissa and I buy all of our gold and silver coins and bullion direct from the trading floor to give you the most up-to-date pricing. And when it's time to sell your gold and silver items, we pay you top dollar. Wise Wolf Gold and Silver Exchange also accepts and deals in Bitcoin and major cryptocurrency. Call or text us today for more info or to set an appointment. 
888-667-1836. That's 888-667-1836. Or go to wisewolfgoldandsilver.com. From bullion to Bitcoin, Wise Wolf Gold and Silver Exchange. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, taking a second to talk to you about Spider-Man pest control. If it's bugging you, uh, roaches, scorpions, fleas, all those are going to get more active as the weather warms up. Uh, Calvin even noticed mosquitoes. Well, Spider-Man pest control and termite control can help you out. Spider-Man has been doing this since 1976. Warren Remy not only knows what he's doing, but he's considered the expert go-to guy by other pest control companies in San Antonio because he's seen it all. He's gotten rid of it all. For restaurants and homeowners, for businesses that need uh, to make sure that they're not... my house, mainly. (laughs) All of these things he's seen have been at Jerry's house. (laughs) Roaches doing... You didn't mention uh, raccoons. I did not mention raccoons, but yes, absolutely. Wildlife management. They do coons, too. Yep. Uh, If you've got rats, they'll help you with that as well. Uh, So give Spider-Man a call and tap into that expertise if you... uh, have a problem and that's just not getting solved or if you don't have someone that you uh, that you absolutely love you'll love spider-man and spider-man pest control 210-656-3721 210-656-3721 or go spidermanpest.com go spidermanpest.com you think my roaches are going to come back you say they get more active during the summer yeah they're probably just on vacation or something oh okay i bet they come back I see. I see a few laying dead on their back. Oh, you sure? And not? I leave those. They're just resting. I leave those. Okay. To scare the others away. Oh, like a sign. You yeah. Come in here. This is what you get. Yeah. Okay. Hey, we. So we. Uh, Spider Man <laughs> gave us. Uh, Warren Remy gave us our first uh, blue bonnet report, which was uh, uh, between Marble Falls and Lano. And uh, Reg is on the line with another blue bonnet report. What's going on, Reg? Hey, how are you doing this today? Good. How you doing? I'm uh, I'm good. I just wanted to say that if uh, I know everybody wants to go north and west, but if you come out east uh, through Floresville, go to through Poth, Fall City, and then cut back across to the east uh, through Kachusco, and then hit, hit 123 to Stockdale, then come up 187 to Sutherland Springs, turn right at the crossroads, and go. Back to ten through the back the back roads there. There's lots of flowers out in that area. Cool. What do you see? So again, uh, I'm seeing blue bonnets, Indian paintbrushes, some flocks, some verbena, wow. and uh, or verbena, whatever it is. Yeah, there's verbena. a lot of stuff out there. Yeah, verbena. There's quite so a bit. we got so we got Reg's wildflower tour. Yeah, <laughs> it's about a, yeah. You go if you go out. Uh, I guess it's uh, 181 through Floresville and uh, on past Poth and Fall City, and then you can cut back to the east to go through Kachusko, I think is the way they pronounce it. I'm not yeah. uh, Polish or Czech, so I don't have it right probably. But <laughs> I think uh, you did well. <laughs> okay. And, uh, they're not, they're, hit, go ahead. And then go 123 back towards Stockdale and then take 87 to Sutherland Springs and turn right at Sutherland Springs at the crossroad. And go back east like you're going towards Seguin, and then kind of wind your way back 
towards San Antonio through there. There's a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of stuff back in that area too. Very cool. They're not big. Yeah, they I, haven't been butt damaged, have they? Oh, people sitting on them. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, they haven't. <laughs> not that I know so, of. Are you? <laughs> there's a lot of un. Go ahead. No, no, no. Are you from that area? Oh yeah, I live uh, between Floresville and Sutherland Springs. All right. So now, if we take uh, Reg's wildflower tour, where should we stop and get a bite to eat? Because this sounds like it's a. It could, we could get hungry along the way. You got any suggestions? Well, if you go on, go on in the Fall City, there's a restaurant on the right there. I can't remember the name of it. I haven't been in several years, but it's a pretty okay. famous restaurant on the right in Fall. In I'm sorry, Carn City. Okay. Uh, you're coming into Carn City on the right. It's a. It's a. It's the only really nice restaurant in in town, but probably two o'clock in the afternoon you'll 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 find a seat. All right, cool. Well, thank you, Reg. Yep. Very All cool. Right. Take care. All right, right Reg's wildflower tour. Yeah, that was great. He yeah. didn't say anything about right. sandburrs. Oh yeah, are the sandburrs up? I got all, I got all the sandburrs on my farm, so I don't think. Yeah. Any <laughs> <laughs> we got to figure out a way to make people wealthy off those sandburrs. I don't know. You convert no those kidding. energy somehow, and uh, people will be growing fields of sandburrs. Yeah, Wilson County well, will be rolling. Must be a way to make fuel out of it. I guess that's one way to feed your donkeys. Oh, they eat them? Oh, is that right? Yeah, they eat the plant. Yeah, they won't eat the burr, but they'll eat the plant. Huh. Get a burr. Yep, get a burr. All right, well, thank you, guys. Thank you, Reg. Thanks for calling in. That was great. Uh All right, you can call in with your uh, Blue Bonnet reports, although it's going to be tough to top Reg. Oh, yeah. That was great, man. I like that tour idea. Uh, Just two hours on a Sunday, checking out the Blue Bonnets, getting out, taking pictures, watch your butt. Uh, and uh, <laughs> and you'll notice, yeah. Are you gonna see the same blue bonnets that you see up here, Milton? I don't know. I'm guessing since you're asking, no. <laughs> <laughs> the blue bonnets in the sand are subcarnosa, Isn't and they they are uh, they're blue all the way to the top uh-huh. of the bloom. And you know these these uh, that we have around in Bear County. Except out on the sand, uh, I had the little bunny tail on the, you know, little white yeah. tip, uh, and that's uh, Texensis. Oh, so and they're different species. But both of them are the state flower. Oh yeah. Okay. There's five species that make up the state flower. All right, and it doesn't matter what color they are. No. Very good. That's cool. <laughs> Thank you that for was throwing a, that in, Milton. I just thought, <laughs> thought I'd cause trouble. Good. Okay. For all those people out there that uh, don't like the colors. I know. There's some out there. Oh, yeah. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. With your sandbur or... Uh, <laughs> blue bonnet. Or blue bonnet reports. Or wildflower. We'll just wildflower, say wildflowers yeah. in general. Because that was... Because uh, Reg had a good idea. Because they have, they have a good, better paintbrush down there than we have up here. Oh, do they really? Oh, yeah. And that's sand. Huh. That's and if neat. you look... You you see very few blue bonnets in paintbrush stands. Have you noticed that? In other words, in other words, there'll be some around the edges, uh, but but uh, in the middle of the stand of paintbrush, you very seldom see blue bonnets. Is it a competition thing? I don't know. I've, I've, I've noticed. I just noticed that. I've noticed that the uh, 
makeup of a wildflower field can change based on the weather on a particular year. Mm-hmm. That's why one of the that's one of the reasons that you plant a uh, mix, right? And then you can uh, see what you, comes up best. Yeah, take coreopsis. You know, made to really dominate one place, and uh, they come out later. Yeah, in two in two years, you won't you may not see them because of the different weather. So it's a yeah, it's kind of it's an interesting science for sure. Now I could make up something about that paintbrush blue bonnet thing. Yeah, we wouldn't know, would we? No. What would you make up? Well, we could we could put it in a wildflower book. What would and you? And then make? it would become part of the first no, nomenclature. But what what is it? The first something? The first lie is gospel. <laughs> first liar is gospel. Okay. What would you make up? You're going to go for something. Ordinary, like it's the difference is the timing and the uh, the different bloom at different times. Are you going to go wild? Well, they say, came up with the deal that uh, paintbrushes were parasitic on grasses, and I, w- I always asked Carol Abbott. I said, "Parasitic? That's a pretty pretty wild statement. You know, you can you can prove parasitic stuff." Uh, but that's in books that uh, you can't grow paintbrush without grasses, huh. add grass in there. <coughs> and so to go out, uh, Carol Abbott always wanted me to uh, make paintbrush a, a bedding plant, like I did the blue bonnet. Oh, that's a neat idea. And uh, so oh. I read, I read the book. It says you got to have grass to grow paintbrush. Yeah. So I planted, planted grass in the container and with the paintbrush. Didn't matter. Made no difference? Whether it had grass in there or not. Huh. But you talk to some native plant experts and they and they say uh, that uh, you got to have, they're, they're parasitic on grass. But uh, so pa- Patty, they- Patty Leslie. Yeah. Uh, I forget her last name now. She Pastor. Pastor, there you go. Uh, he used to work at Ken's TV people. Pa- Patty's husband? Yeah. Yeah. I knew him there. But anyway, uh, uh, she grew, when she was working at the botanical garden, uh, she grew transplants of uh, paintbrush without any grass. So... Uh, that's that's just like in the wildflower books they say, blue bonnets won't bloom without rhizobium bacteria on the roots. How many rhizobiums do you think are on the roots of our transplants that are, that are blooming out here, Milton? The ones on the benches. I don't know. That's none. been acid scarified and grown in a. A uh, pasteurized uh, mix. Uh, not too many. Not any. Oh, okay. They're and they're they're fertilized, so they don't need the uh, nitrogen fixing nodule. But that's in two or three blue bonnet huh. uh, books. The uh, that they have to have rhizobium to bloom. Hey, you know, huh. our mycorrhiza. Uh, the latest deal is mycorrhiza. Speaking of uh, wildflowers. We mentioned yesterday that we've got the uh, tuberosa, the 
milkweed, the yeah. native, native milkweed right out here in front of us, uh, almost ready to bloom. Yeah. Now, Those are good looking plants. Yeah, yeah, very nice. And this is the this is the native uh, milkweed that uh, called tuberosa butterfly weed. They call it too. Uh, so that would be something if you're uh, worried about the fact that the monarchs are back and your your milkweed is not uh, showing much growth at this point. That's not the native, is it? Yeah, it is. That is the native. I mean, air called it. I thought it was tropical. No, that's that's tuberosa there. Wow. Yeah, the, I uh, never have seen them that big. Yeah, it? that that uniform and yeah. Uh, Somebody figured out how to grow those. Yeah, that's definitely a. a they're all uniform, which indicates that yeah, there's a method there, which is the which has been one of the issues for. Several years on uh, oh yeah on milkweed trying it to like figure hell out when they first came out yeah well and it and it's so ironic because was, they're so hard to control and yeah. kill <laughs> and, and it's just as hard to get them uh, to grow a uh, transplant manage you can't hurt I saw I saw a little girl yeah a little girl pick up uh, her mother got it one of those uh, Greg Greg uh, Miss Flowers Miss Flowers Greg Miss Flowers. Yeah, and then they, there were a bunch of the mist flowers over there with, with a little further along on the bloom, mm-hmm. over in the saws. Oh, is that right? Yeah, and of course the, they got, they get taken uh, purchased pretty quickly. <laughs> but we'll be seeing more and more of uh, butterfly plants coming through, and you can see the if you come into Millburgers, you can see the certified butterfly garden too. It's got uh, every everything. That you could have in your landscape for the butterflies, and there's a new section, Jerry. We were ta- Milton and I were talking about that. We're uh, selling bird seed again here. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. Yeah, some uh, feeders and bird houses and uh, sunflower seed and mixes uh, uh, for your. So when you come in, look looking for plants, you can take a look at the uh, the bird seed offerings. Over have there. they got bird seed in? I mean. No. Sunflowers in big, uh, big fifty, big, big bags, fifty, fifty pound bags, wow, twenty five pound bags, and lots of mixes. Okay, I think they got uh, pretty much everything in terms of the seed you want. Before we leave that mist flower, that's that's probably a good uh, kid plant. I mean, really attracts a lot of the. Uh, let's see, what is it? Uh, not the monarchs, but the. Kings, queens, or queens. queens. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. Almost every every butterfly will go to the mist flower there. Now they're they're uh, not the most disciplined landscape. Yeah, plant. yeah. I was fixing to say they almost naturalized. They, they will naturalize. That's right. And if you plant them in a ra- <laughs> raised bed, they they just kind of lean over the edge at first, and then the next thing you know, the way. <laughs> They're reaching out. They uh, get big plants. They get yeah, to be big very plants. Very big plants, yeah. But, yeah, that doesn't stop you from cutting back. You can cut them back yeah, per- it's, periodically. It, it's, a, it's a tough chore if if you wait until they're blooming and they're full of butterflies. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, right. Right, I'm going to cut these all off and, uh, you know, half the butterflies won't be here anymore. Yeah, first time I saw that plant, it was out of Malcolm Beck's. I about had a fit. I thought it was a monarch something. And... Uh, I was taking pictures and everything, but uh, taking cuttings. 
but uh, that's become a pretty common plan now. Yeah, yeah. There were two that started out. The one, the eastern. Uh, there's one is native to east East Texas, which was which we had in the land in the uh, nurseries for a number of years. Now this Greg's Miss Flowers from the western part of the state, and it is. Uh, Better than the, the one from the east because it's a longer bloom season. Oh, yeah. A little more drought tolerant, it seems to be, too. I wonder, if, uh, wonder who, put that on, who, who put that on the market from west, from out on the west. Oh, I don't know who yeah, who made that be an interesting. Ma- yeah, ma- the introduction. That. Yeah. I wonder if it wasn't some of our native plant people. Could be. Out there. That'd be a, yeah, that would be an Interesting little story. Dr. Warnock or Lynn Lowry or some of those types that walk, walk, the, the, uh, walk the trails. But, I, uh, I'm, I'm watching for porterweed. So far, we haven't got any porterweed yet. Would you say that there's any plant that attracts more butterflies over a longer period of time than that plant? I'd say it's a pretty close competition between zinnias and that plant. Mm. Oh, quit it. He always goes back to the zinnias. You know, he did serve one time on the zinnia uh, council. <laughs> I think now so. That makes me suspicious. So if you've got, if you got both zinnias, misflower and milkweed, <laughs> those three, you really got a, a pretty potent combination. Uh, and uh, the both... all. All th- well, I was thinking all three have a really long bloom period, too, so that's an advantage. Some of the milkweeds don't have as long as the other. The tropical milkweed certainly has a yeah. long bloom period. Well, well, oh, I, I've never seen butterflies hanging on plant a plant like they yeah. do at Gregor. Yeah, the, out there at the Mitchell Lake Audubon Center. There oh, was, yeah. It just always yeah. looks like, I thought maybe you had been there what is that they used to do is talk to the butterflies? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it looks like they've been, I guess it's just like they're they're drunk on their, yeah. <laughs> the nectar is so good. Yeah, they don't yeah. they don't fly away. They're good for pictures. Gets, tames them. So I imagine for kids, that would be a good one to fly. All right, 210-308-8867. we got to take a break. Give us a call. Be a part of the show. 210 308 8867. More of Milberger's Gardening South Texas is coming up on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick for Milberger's Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bolvory Road. And if I sound excited, it's because I am. Millburgers' big anniversary celebration is about to begin this Wednesday, and that means great savings and terrific events as Millburger celebrates its 41st anniversary here in San Antonio. Okay, let's talk about the savings first, and I'll be honest with you. There are too many things and too many items on sale to talk about in just 60 seconds. So I'm going to suggest you go to millburgernursery.com to learn more. Millburgernursery.com. I can tell you about the upcoming event this Saturday over at the nursery. It's March 23rd 
from 10 to 2. If you want to grow roses in San Antonio, you talk to the experts, the San Antonio Rose Society, and they'll be at Millburgers answering your rose questions from 10 to 2. It's not a seminar. They'll be setting up a table, and you come up and ask any question you want about growing roses in San Antonio. For more information, go to millburgernursery.com and happy birthday, Millburgers. What do Presidents Ulysses S. Grant, Theodore Roosevelt, and Ronald Reagan have in common? They all stayed at the Menger Hotel. The San Antonio story of William Menger after this. When the Texas weather changes, make sure your heating and cooling system is working properly. Hello, I'm David Meisner, co-owner of Countywide Service. We've partnered with Dan Knight to provide the most reliable AC and heating service with constant comfort in Bear County. Whether it's a service call or a system installation, Countywide and Dan Knight are there for you. Receive a 20% discount on any option we recommend. Call Countywide Service at 210-732-9772. License TACLA 280 William and Mary Menger opened the Menger Brewery in 1855, the first to bring German beer to Texas. Residents from New Braunfels and Fredericksburg would travel to San Antonio just for his famous brew. Menger realized they needed a better place to stay than boarding houses, and in 1859, opened the Menger Hotel. I'm Sonny Melendrez. Imagine doing one thing that gives you an entirely different perspective about your place in the world. Think it would be worth it? Dennis Prager here inviting you to join me for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour, a tour through the land of Israel in December 2019. Come with me to get first-hand insight into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. Walk the ancient temple steps, sail on the Sea of Galilee, and so many more unforgettable moments. Return home inspired, renewed, and empowered. If you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your opportunity with expert guides and important lectures at key sites. We'll be together in the comfort and safety of luxurious accommodations the whole time. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose. Make 2019 the year you go to the Holy Land. Get complete details and sign up for Stand with Israel 2019 at 930amtheanswer.com. That's 930amtheanswer.com. Hi. This is Barry Hagendorf with Deccan Patio Care at 822-9147. For 23 years, I specialized in sealing all types of weathered decks and patios, also creating the outside room, a combination of custom-built wooden decks and arbors, flagstone patios, outside kitchens, outside fireplaces, and water features, hence the outside room. Look out your window. Do you see a prematurely weathered gray deck? I'll clean and seal it with the best wood preservatives to a natural cedar tone. It really can look new again. Do you have a pebble stone patio driveway or pool deck? I have a process that seals and polishes the rock to a golden wet look. Or maybe you have a flagstone pool deck or patio. I clean to the natural color and seal out water, stopping chipping and flaking. Call 822-9147. I'd like to personally create your outside room or show you how to make your deck, fence, flagstone, or pebble stone look better than new. Call Barry Hagendorf, Deck and Patio Care. I'm in the yellow pages, 822-9147. Back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Milton Glick, along with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons, talk gardening at 210-308-8867. If I remember, you said that uh, Calvin's article was, was really going great, and then... Yeah, then he lost it right there. No, the no. End. Did you know you lost it? No. <laughs> 
Well, I think he's talking about, I made some kind of statement about uh, that you can't cure oak wilt with... Uh, oh, that's blasphemous. With cornmeal. <laughs> he said, don't be deceived by claims that oak wilt is a disease that can be prevented or treated by applications of organic material. Who would make such a claim? I don't know. <clears throat> I had a secret report. Oh. No. Got your spies out there? Oh. You. <laughs> no. I just asked it. That's what I heard. Yeah. And extra water won't save the tree. Okay. If you don't prevent it by painting the wounds and avoiding infection, uh, infection tri- uh, firewood, trenching is the only way to stop the disease. Motion of the disease. Interconnected live oak roots. Yeah. Just, it's, it's, it's a pretty um, just, well, bothersome process as you watch it go through a neighborhood. So you've got that from A&M, uh, the doctors over there, professors over there, rather than from uh, people that never do any research? That's, that's, I'm afraid that's what I've done, yeah. And in hey, fact, that's and, kind of wild, isn't in it, fact, we hosted the, we hosted the, uh, we contacted the, our uh, local person and then she, uh, forest, arra- yeah, arra- yeah, arranged for us to talk, talk to, uh, do you remember now, Holt, what was his name? Jim, Jim Hauser. Jim Hauser, yeah. And so we did. It was a great, uh, great discussion. He concurred. He concurred with Calvin. Yeah, and uh, of course he. Everybody's prone to to quote Dr. Apple, mm-hmm. who's uh, kind of led the research on uh, oak wilt in the uh, Texas area. But yeah, that was uh, it's uh, such an important disease, relatively easy to prevent, very hard to cure, and. That that means that you you know if you take the right steps, you can avoid the disease. But if you are drawing conclusions that aren't true or yeah. aren't backed up by real real science, <laughs> we don't need no stinking science, do we, Milton? <laughs> nah, tired <laughs> <laughs> of science. Uh, what has science ever done for us? <laughs> and uh, another revelation that we had yesterday. Yes. Oh, more revelations. That's uh, right. Yeah, from Mark Peterson. Yes. Oh, it works for Saul, the water conveyor purveyor. And water he says, purveyor. he says that we need to water our lawns okay. and trees and trucks. Was it a half inch? If you hadn't done it by now, you yeah. nobody measures that stuff anymore, Milton. No, they just turn on their watering system. Mark will call us in a second. <laughs> well, you can actually, uh, that's that's a problem if you don't know how long you should run your system to get a half an inch on there. But uh, saws will help you with that. Well, yeah. and your, Until it starts running down the street. Isn't yeah, it? well, like, <laughs> you're going to stop before then. I could help yes. these people, Milton. Is it uh, running down the street? Yeah. No. Okay. Our... our uh, <laughs> Yeah, a lot of times our irrigation contractors are uh, are good resources. Yeah. Every year you should have them check it out, deal with the leaks, and uh, get you know if you've forgotten how to change the system, you you know have a, a discussion with them and uh, uh, get in tune with that. 
for you. And you can also uh, call on the Sanitary Water System to uh, get a free uh, inspection, uh, not an inspection, but a uh, resource person out there to, mm-hmm. yeah, to uh, check out your system. Yeah, and that's what that one woman did, have. the one that had the... The scalp St. Augustine. She was, <laughs> yeah, no, she was, Zoysia. Zoysia. Oh, she was worried about her oh, uh, yeah. her water bill. And she got somebody from Saws to come out and help her. So, so, I've, I've been thinking about that. Oh, have you about her water bill? About, about her, uh, <laughs> her scalp lawn. Now, right. we know Zoysia comes back slow. But if, if there's any grass... That develops thatch around San Antonio, it's Georgia. Oh, because it grows so thick. Okay. So I'm I'm just wondering if that uh, those landscapers, I mean, yeah, the people that are taking care of our yard, decided it was too thick and and that's for the reason they scalped. It. Maybe so. I don't know. But uh, that's not necessary. Not our soil. But it should come back. Yeah, Don't I would you think, think so. Yeah, yeah, I would think so. It's like a Bermuda, but it's going to be slow. That's the problem with soycea grass. If you, if you have, it's a pretty tough yeah. uh, grass. But if you do uh, have a area that dies out, you got a long wait. Yeah. In, in in your drought studies, uh, uh, all all of them browned up. Right, but then they came back slowly. Yeah, and that's kind of a control there. You know, you've got uh, people tending the the grass, keep the weeds out. But if you get if you get impatient or you just yeah, uh, you let your uh, you know say I don't think this zoysia is ever going to come back. You know, mm-hmm. and you don't don't take care of it, then you could have a problem. Snooze. We're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery here at 1604 and Bull Road. So come on out and visit with us with all your gardening peers. And don't forget, next Wednesday uh, starts the big anniversary celebration. We'll tell you more right after this on 930 AM. This is The Answer. Breaking news. Stimulating talk. This is 9.30 a.m. The Answer. KLUP. Terrell Hills. San Antonio. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Michael Harrington. A steady stream of mourners is visiting a makeshift memorial to the 50 people slain by a gunman at two mosques in Christchurch, New Zealand last week. Flowers have piled up amidst candles, balloons, and notes of grief and love outside the Al-Noor Mosque. Meanwhile, dozens of Muslims stand by to bury the dead when authorities finally release the victims' bodies, and the Islamic faith burial needs to come as quickly as possible. The shooting could have been even worse had it not been for one 48-year-old worshiper. First I thought it was uh, somebody probably playing... uh firecrackers or something. It starts out as a now-common story. First disbelief, then the realization that an attack is in fact underway. But rather than hide, Abdulaziz charged outside to challenge the shooter. And he got the gun out of his car 
and start shooting at me. He did around four or five um, shots on me. The Afghan refugee zigzagged through the parking lot to prevent the gunman from getting a clean shot at him and came across a shotgun the attacker had abandoned when it ran out of bullets. As the gunman returned to his car a second time, Aziz brandished the weapon. I tore like an arrow on him. And he bust his window. As he says, the gunman cursed at him and yelled he was going to kill them all before speeding away. I'm Ben Thomas. More good news on the economy. U.S. employers posted nearly 7.6 million open jobs in January. Year a record high set in November. Evidence that businesses are still hungry for workers, despite possible signs that the economy has slowed. Correspondent Ken Lorman. As states consider whether to legalize sports gambling, some lawmakers are raising concerns about allowing bets to be placed on phones and other mobile devices. They say they lack confidence in betting companies' ability to verify the age of gamblers on their mobile apps and want to keep kids out of it. More on these stories at townhall.com. Millburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Our phone number is 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. You give us a call and be a part of the show. Don't forget, next Saturday, the uh, San Antonio Rose Society will be here at Millburgers, and they'll be doing their How to Grow Roses uh, uh, presentation. It's not really a presentation. I'm not sure what to call it. They're actually just going to be here helping people. They'll set up a table from 10 to 2. They'll be You come by, and you ask your questions on variety. Or yeah, how to, there you can find out the best variety. Yeah, ask ask each one. <laughs> like Jerry used to. Used to make him so mad. <laughs> Uh, you can find out what to plant, how to care for them, all those uh, information. Uh, you can find out if a variety, maybe you're new to San Antonio, if a variety is uh, uh, that you like grows well in San Antonio. These guys, the Rosarians, will know. Uh, and you can even find out more about joining the San Antonio Rose Society. So that's next Saturday from 10 to 2. And you can uh, learn more by going to uh, com. Yeah, most of the Rosarians are pretty big believers in Belinda's dream. Yeah, because it's such a tough rose. Boy, is it tough! It's not a it's not a show rose because it doesn't hold its bloom. It doesn't hold the prettiest of the bloom. That's the same. I, I grew with Grandma's yellow. I don't know if we had any Grandma's yellow left. Oh, I don't know. I didn't. I don't come that way. Huh? But uh, we'll probably got some left. Yeah. Yeah, we've got uh, Martha Gonzalez and uh, Mr. Dudley Cross and uh, Katie Road or yeah. Carefree Beauty Pink, as its official name is, and lots and lots, lots of uh, old-fashioned You can't roses. get away from it, brother. No. So, <laughs> and we're getting more and more. Oh, yeah, that would be full full nursery uh, of roses uh, next weekend when the folks are here. Hey, there's another program coming up, Milton. Tomorrow. Is that the one you're going to read about? No, no. This oh, is, no, uh, this is, uh, this a, is a school. This is design school. Oh, okay. The uh, GVST, Garden Volunteers of South Texas Water Saver Landscape School, and that'll be on uh, April 6th. 
And you, the reason they're talking about it so early, well, I guess it's not that early. It's three weeks away. They want you to get uh, registered. There's a limited capacity for uh, attendees. It's $30 for the individual to attend and $50 for two folks from the same same family. It's going to be at the... Uh, Pearl Brewery, basically. Well, yeah, the Wells Wells Center uh, over there on uh, uh, 300 Pearl Parkway, Suite 114. You can call uh, the go to the Gardening Volunteers South Texas website. What do they just have to? What is that website, Milton? Uh, just gardeningvolunteers.org. Yeah, just garden gardeningvolunteers.org to get more information and also to uh, even sign up. Speaking of, uh, now did, you were mentioning the uh, that was the school. Lands- that was yeah. school. landscape school. The gardening essentials class held by the Vol- gardening volunteers of South Texas is tomorrow. 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 The class is tomorrow. Who's still speaking? <laughs> it's only a day away. And, and Holly by, the, Hi- by the way, Hodgins is speaking. Huh? Holly Hodgins. Okay. She's that consulting Rosarian you've heard all about, and a Rose Show judge. And she has an extensive knowledge about growing roses here in San Antonio. So she'll be sharing her personal know-how tips, tricks, and uh, for growing and tips and tricks for growing beautiful roses. And all Jim right. Black, good president of the San Antonio Cactus and Xerophyte Society, will join uh, them for a uh, will be there for an incredible presentation about growing beautiful and colorful cacti in South Texas. Wonder if he's gonna bring any samples to buy. No, I don't know. Maybe so. Doesn't say, but especially the succulents are hard to find. Roses and cactus on the same agenda. That yeah, would, that'd be pretty interesting. Learn how to utilize cactus and succulents in your home and garden, and cut down on water usage without sacrificing aesthetics. Now this uh, this event, a light lunch is served. Mm-hmm. A five dollar donation is appreciated. It is open to the public. And it is at the Garden Center. Center. Garden yeah, Center. Garden Center, thirty-three ten North New Braunfels, seven eight two zero nine. And by the, and by the way, if it ha- if it hadn't been for Milton and his computer, we would not have known about this meeting tomorrow. Oh, because they did not send us an email. Are you like wag- they're supposed to? Jerry's wagging his fingers at the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> so send us this information. It was close. If Milton had had his computer, we'd have never known about it. I'm glad I could help. Thank you. Send us that information. <laughs> All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll free. It's 866-308-8867. Next week, of course, we had a big uh, discussion yesterday about the Alamo area Orchid Show yeah, starts mm-hmm. starts Friday at noon, and that's at the Garden Center, too. All right. And then it'll be Saturday and Sunday, uh, 10, 10 to uh, 6 on Saturday, 10 to 4 on uh, Sunday, I believe. Uh, yeah. Be uh, lots of displays, exhibits, uh, see all the uh, the types of orchids that are relatively easy to grow, some, some very easy to grow and some... A little more challenging, but worthwhile, for sure. And they are are welcoming any questions you might have. It's a free event. You can go um, and uh, participate. Parking's free and also entrance is free. And ask any questions you may have. And uh, just like uh, the Rose Society we mentioned earlier, they're encouraging 
uh, gardeners from the San Antonio area to, to join their club. And I answered 90% of the questions yesterday, remember? the que- 90% of the questions or more. Yeah. Oh, are going to be why the why the orchids not light. blooming? Yes, light. And mm. it's uh, you can bring your African violets with you that are not blooming, and they, that's the same answer. Not enough light. Now I recall it differently. I think you asked a question about ninety percent of the questions, <laughs> and I answered it <laughs> they are, hesitantly, but I did. That's they, right. They're also going to have at least one vendor with. Uh, uh, carnivorous plants, oh, yeah, and with succulents, so they it'll be quite an, an interesting uh, event. I overfed my carnivores. Yeah, you plants. had to put your your little guy on keto. I had a Venus fire flower trap. Yeah, that's probably, well, probably one of the more or one of those tube things. The pitcher plant. Pitcher plant. There you go. Look at Milton go. I always wanted one of those. <laughs> well, this may be your chance to yeah, get them. Yeah, go Milton. get one. But. Uh, I was told you feed them hamburger meat. Yeah. But not Big Macs. Yeah, you were. Yeah, yeah. I think I overdid it. I got excited. <laughs> I was a kid, and I got excited about feeding the plants, see, and uh, put too much hamburger meat in there. Huh. Rotted, so them, rotted them out. I'll be there. Oh, did it really? Killed big, Oh, my gosh. Killed them. How much did you put in? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a small patty. <laughs> How much is too much? Yeah. <laughs> but the, uh, a lot of people catch, kill flies, and uh, yeah, I, I bet you could put a roach in there. Probably. Small, a small roach. Yeah, I think the pitcher plants get bigger. Uh, yeah, yeah. Insects. But to, uh, you, they'll answer that kind of question. There you go. Good, good, good tie-in. If you buy one. Patrick is, oh, good, I'm sorry. Uh, let's see, did you tell the times, Calvin? You said four? I said uh, noon to noon four to on Friday, Friday and ten to six, I think, on Saturday. Six to ten. And, uh, ten. and ten till four on Sunday. There you go. Admission is free, and don't, but donations are welcome. Patrick is on the line at 210-308-8867. Hey there, Patrick. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Oh, fantastic. i got a little question. Is it too early to put out the hummingbird feeders? And oh, no. Clear? Go put them out. A lot of us keep them out all winter because we've got uh, some of the Rufus hummingbirds stay here. But they're ba- back in town, the uh, black chins and uh, some migrating uh, ruby throats are in town. So get them out. Does the water last longer in the winter than yeah. it does in the summer? Does. Okay. Good. Yeah. You get uh, you know doesn't doesn't cloud up. Yeah. To dye the water or, or not red or just leave it clear. You can leave it clear. Uh, there's no there's really no scientific evidence that it's a threat, but there uh, again. Uh, it's not necessary either. Science. You can uh, four parts water, one part sugar by volume. And the usually the hummingbird feeders have red on them, uh, so that they yeah. the birds check them out. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you. You bet. Bye. Bye. What right. do you think it smell that water? I don't know. That sugar in that water. Um. Now they'll remember. they'll consume. 
they'll consume a real variation, a real pretty dilute, yeah, or a real potent one. And then, of course, they we kind of overlook the fact that they'll they'll eat insects too. They seek out insects when when they're out out and about to getting nectar from the flowers. Yeah, they don't. They'll take on. They have to have insects, yeah, right? Some protein. I t- I talked to a, a guy, an inventor. Hmm. And uh, he was, his latest invention was going to be a device that would uh, attract insects and trap them for hummingbirds. Hmm. And and he said they've done research that uh, if hummingbirds don't have a certain amount of insects, They'll die. So, I don't know. Well, I don't know who he talked to, but uh, I never had heard that before. Except when you just said it. Yeah, the insects. Very interesting. In Central Park. Yeah. Hey, the sun's coming out. <laughs> It'll Fight. come out about the end of the show, man. Yeah, it always does that. Yeah, hummingbirds like that sun, too. Do they? Which got, hummingbirds are busy around now? Did huh? you say which hummingbirds are? Uh, well, the black chins are the resident, but the the migra- migrating ruby throats are moving, oh, okay. moving through, too. Well, they're more prominent in the fall, the ruby throats. But the ruby throat, the range is pretty close to San Antonio. Mm-hmm. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, and toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. I got a question for you to answer, Milton, from oh. Plant Answers. Oh, from Plant Answers? Yeah. I can't do that. I have seen red roses yes. growing at various commercial properties in San Antonio. All right. They seem to be hard, a hardy variety. What type of roses are these, and where may I purchase some? Well, we know you can get them at Millburgers. <laughs> are they knockouts? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. They are. Be firm. Knockouts. Knockouts. Oh, those are knockouts. Yeah. No doubt about it. Uh, forest answers. Irene, these are knockout roses and can be purchased at any place that sells rose plants, nurseries, garden centers, and others. And as I look on our sale items this week, yeah, that's good through March 18th. When is that tomorrow? Tomorrow, yeah. Uh, knockout roses, a Texas superstar plant, mm-hmm. are on sale. For uh, they were two in two-gallon containers. I think they're in blue. Uh, two-gallon containers, regularly twenty dollars. Now, sixteen eighty-eight. Okay, we'll go for that. <laughs> that, that penny bothers me. I know nineteen ninety-nine. But anyway, we got that. A lot of people are seeing them around town. Now, I personally like the uh, double, double red. Yeah, that's that's a showy thing. But uh, I think there's a pink knockout. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah, and I have a plant that has both on it, but no one believes me that it's one. No one, no one believes me. Uh, <laughs> and they came out with a a white knockout. Yeah, 
Didn't fare very well. No good. Oh. And and the reason it it's people shouldn't have it or people don't buy it is because when the bloom dries up, it clings to the plant. So you got a bunch of dead blooms on there, brown dead bloom. So uh, it's like the the, du- the double uh, bougainvillea. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of a hey. Other things that are on sale, by the way. Right. You've already talked about that on the commercial. No, I didn't. I, I just mentioned the... Uh, there was too many things on the... Too many things how Calvin was listening. I just heard, heard the part where you said you, would tell, you would, wouldn't fool me or wouldn't... Well, that's when, during the anniversary. Oh, oh, okay. But I can tell you on this one, geraniums in the 4-inch pot are $1.98. Begonias in the 4-inch pot are 98 cents each. Knockout roses that Jerry mentioned are sixteen eighty eight and two gallon. Mexican heather. We had that question about did we have any Mexican heather? Well, we've got some now, and it's on sale for four eighty eight. Fruit trees are on sale in the five gallon container. Oh yeah, twenty six eighty eight. Uh, Miracle Grow moisture control potting soil is half off. Half uh, off. Just uh, six forty eight in the cube in the uh, one cubic foot bag and. Uh, Milberger's natural lawn and garden fertilizer in the thirty-pound bag is just nineteen eighty-eight. So uh, you find all those at milbergernursery.com. I did mention that. But you did good. Thank you, man. All right, let's take a quick break and come back in a moment. You're listening to Milberger's Gardening South Texas. We're broadcasting live from Milberger's Landscape Nursery at sixteen oh four and Boulevardy Road, and this is nine thirty a.m. The Answer. It's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 in Boulevard Road. And if I sound excited, it's because I am. Millburgers' big anniversary celebration is about to begin this Wednesday, and that means great savings and terrific events as Millburgers celebrates its 41st anniversary here in San Antonio. Okay, let's talk about the savings first, and I'll be honest with you. There are too many things and too many items on sale to talk about in just 60 seconds. So I'm going to suggest you go to MillburgerNursery.com to learn more. MillburgerNursery.com. I can tell you about the upcoming event this Saturday over at the nursery. It's March 23rd from 10 to 2. If you want to grow roses in San Antonio, you talk to the experts, the San Antonio Rose Society, and they'll be at Millburgers answering your rose questions from 10 to 2. It's not a seminar. They'll be setting up a table, and you come up and ask any question you want about growing roses in San Antonio. For more information, go to millburgernursery.com and happy birthday, Millburgers! It's spring break bash time at Laser Legend. This week only, get three hours unlimited play on Laser Tag and Global, plus $10 arcade credit for just $20. Bring the whole crew and see if you can outwit San Antonio's newest and most fiendish escape rooms. Legendary Lockdown. For the best 
spring break entertainment around, trust Laser Legend, 1604 and Lookout Road. Online at laserlegend.com. Laser Legend, entertainment at the speed of light. Finding great discount deals has just gotten easier through the Marketplace San Antonio page at 930amtheanswer.com. Including Surveillance Solutions. Your home or business can get a state-of-the-art Surveillance Solutions security package that includes a 4K high-dev color camera, 8-channel 4K network video recorder, monitors, installation, and more. Valued at $9,000 right now for only $5,000. Exclusively on the Marketplace page. At 930amtheanswer.com. The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. Now here's syndicated columnist Cal Thomas. March 15th is known as the Ides of March, a phrase used by William Shakespeare in the dramatic moment when Brutus stabbed Julius Caesar on that day. That wasn't its initial meaning, you can look it up, but it serves for today's commentary. Beware the politician who promises you anything and everything for your vote but can't deliver. Politicians are robbing us of initiative, self-control, the notion of living within our means, and replacing all of these with a spirit of envy, greed, and entitlement. Too many envy what others make and wish to penalize those who make it. Then there's the notion that we are entitled to things and the government should provide for us. True, there is a role for government, but the founders wanted it limited in order that we might be unlimited in our pursuit of success, consistent with our talents and desire to work hard. In politics today, especially Democrat presidential candidates promise the moon, but can only deliver wood, hay, and stubble. Beware the politician on this day or any day who promises too much. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting A Teenager Learning the Lingo GOAT G-O-A-T, acronym, stands for greatest of all time. As in spaghetti sandwiches for dinner? They're my fave. Dad, you're the goat. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Hey, a couple other things that are happening here at the nursery. Um, so we mentioned next week the San Antonio Rose Society. The week after on Saturday is the uh, Blood Drive, uh, Millburgers Quarterly Blood Drive. And uh, the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center has notified Charles uh, that uh, blood is it's in critically low uh, supply. Uh, so they are encouraging everybody to come out. Millburgers has stepped up to the table. So normally they offer a $10 gift certificate just for everybody going through the process. However, they're stepping up and offering a $20 gift certificate. Wow. Yep. And uh, I'm going to get a fruit tree for that. Yeah. Actually, it's with a 26-something. Yeah. And then the, you can get a gift card to uh, an Amazon gift card from the uh, South Texas Blood and Tissue Center for giving blood. So... Uh, I encourage you to go to the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center website and uh, learn how to uh, make an appointment. It makes it a lot easier, and uh, you just zip in. Uh, in actuality, you, even if you don't have an appointment, you don't wait that long. But 
Uh, it's just kind of uh, easier on you if you're worried about time on a Saturday. If you you know have only got a limited amount of time, you can kind of do it. The process, depending on what you do, doesn't take that long. If you do uh, a double give, uh, it takes about an hour. I think if you do the single, uh, it doesn't maybe. I don't know. I think mine took maybe 20 minutes from. Uh, do you what is that double gift singer? You two pints? No. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, You're draining these people dry, <laughs> man. <laughs> yeah, but they give you an extra sandwich. And they, that's how you get the homemade cookies. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, no, I think it's uh, somebody will have to call in. Maybe it's for, platelets. Yeah, it's platelets, too. Okay. Yeah, so you. Uh, double gift. Yeah. So, thank okay. you. I'm glad you know. <laughs> I've heard. Okay. Now, when is the anniversary sale? Is that is it starts that on Wednesday? Same. Yeah, it go from Wednesday to the April first, so the twentieth. Two weeks of celebration. Okay. So it, is that during the blood drive? Yeah, blood drive is during the anniversary celebration. Okay, Absolutely. that's what I would get that. So if you get that certificate, you can go out and find go. something you uh, want to save on, and there you go. Come on out. I've already uh, made my my reservation. Yeah, I was going to mention that. Yeah, uh, we we talked about that yesterday. That uh, you are two weeks out, or mm-hmm. So if you know you're coming, go quickly to the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center. Yeah, and uh, make an appointment. And yeah, they said uh, the more people make appointments. Yeah, the, the more machine, more uh, th- blood mobile. I think yeah, yeah. They so they know that there'll be more folks, so they anticipate. They'll, they'll, I think they bring more. Like last time, they brought two because uh, we had, I don't know, I think like 30-something appointments or something wow. like that. Yeah. And so they did that. And then uh, I think we had, um, well, maybe it wasn't that many because we had about 50-something folks give. So yeah. It was great. Anyway, so, yeah, go to uh, com to find out more about that, com. I've got another question that that kind of will uh, will uh, pertain to Milton. No, oh, no. Do I have to answer this one again? No, you don't have to. Because ah, that one just killed me. That knockout road. <laughs> How often should you replace potting soil in containers? Oh. Hmm. Uh, Forrest answers. Charlotte. No set time? There's no... There you go. Listen, wow. <laughs> How'd you know that, Cal? <laughs> Science. There's no given time to uh, limit to the soil's life. All good container potting mixes contain a considerable amount of organic material, which will deteriorate over time. And you can see the level of soil disappearing. It's re- we shouldn't call it soil. It's really not soil. It's uh, not, not all of it has organic material in it. Either. Yeah. When that, when that soil level is such at the top of the plant's roots or well below the top of the container, you can add additional soil. Now, I have heard... From scientists? Uh, no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that if you use... Uh, a lot of fertilizer, you know, like my oh. copious amounts of Osmocote. I bet I know where this is going. And you you have a peat-based potting mix, 
that it'll decompose faster. Mm-hmm. And ma- nit- maybe all organic material. Because the nitrogen? Because oh, yeah. huh? the nitrogen in the fertilizer? Yeah. Well, so course, feeding the microorganisms. Of course, you could use pure sand and it would never disappear. There you go. Of course, the plants wouldn't grow <laughs> either. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, yeah you're, com- you're compromising. You, you have a, a live uh, container there. The soil and the roots and yeah. the fertilizer all working together. And uh, decomposition of the organic material is part of that process. You know how you can uh, decrease the breakdown of that organic material? Never fertilize it. Well, that's close. Use organic uh, mulches or organic uh, fertilizer. Oh, okay. I heard heard that on a reliable source this morning. Because the nitrogen levels are lower? Yeah. Okay. It decompose slower. That, but yeah. I want I want I want my microorganisms to be happy, Milton. I don't know. You know what you did with those carnivorous plants? Yeah, I know. You don't want fat <laughs> microorganisms just sitting on the top of the soil, going. Ugh. <laughs> I, pro- I, pro- I probably done more for Ugh. microorganisms since we started promoting Osmico <laughs> than, than anything else. They're fat and happy at your house. <laughs> Fat and happy organisms. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got, I, th- I think I read this the other day. Uh, yeah, because I referred to my my dwarf yopon shrubs are 16 years old now. Uh, huge and out of control. <laughs> you, don't, you, you don't think of a, of a dwarf. <laughs> Shrub being yes. huge, not especially opons because they're so yeah, disciplined. Yeah, you see, it may must have yeah, the hamburger did not work <laughs> on, on the uh, <laughs> Venus flytrap, but w- obviously his over fertilization. I don't. Has worked, uh, I don't uh, think I've, I've I've put. Uh, I may have done it once in the last thirty years, but uh, no, I never fertilized those there by my entryway. I want to know how far back I can cut them and uh, still have them sprout new growths and thrive. I can, t- I can tell her how to have them sprout new growth, but a 16-year-old uh, uh, plant is not going to thrive. It's not going to come back it's a like you had it as a, as a small plant. Yeah, it's a gamble. If you're you're going to have to have... Green material left after you finish your cutting, yeah, and uh, and then you you have to address the the shading, the interior shading. Yeah. So yeah, it's that's a not a simple question, but sixteen years of wonderful service. Of course, mine, I was about, it was even better. It was even better when you were saying thirty years. Yeah, yeah. but it's big. People can't even walk up the sidewalk. Huh. I didn't have any Halloween visits. That's not all bad. Yeah. It was just Greg that you were keeping out. Huh? I kept all my candy to myself, Milton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I shouldn't have done that, being yeah. a diabetic. Uh, here's a question. I pruned my peach trees at the beginning of January. This is the only the second spring in the ground. So they're two years old. Well, they're older because the, the plant that you get is 
a couple of years later. I prune them into a vase shape. Uh, all growth is one year old. I prune them back to an outward growing bud on all scaffold lands, <coughs> right, scaffold branch of limb. limb. They have not started leafing out yet. This uh, we got this on March fourth. The buds are still small. There's green under every bud that I have checked. I have a hundred trees, <laughs> and they're doing the same thing. On March fourth, <coughs> I have three varieties: June Gold, Sam Houston, and Redskin. Uh, now, June Gold and uh, Sam Houston ought to be pretty early. See, well, they're they're blooming now, not. Yeah, they're yeah, blooming now. Yeah. Will they eventually leaf out? I'm not looking for fruit this year. I pruned off the flowering bud as far as I can tell. Huh. And we sent that uh, to Dr. Larry Stein, our fruit specialist. Um, It appears that your your trees are in McLennan County. Looked at the zip code. Hmm. After the severe freeze in most parts of te- areas of Texas last night, March 3rd, it's a good thing that your trees are not leafing out. Your area typically receives 700 to 900 hours of chill each year, so your variety selection is right on. So assuming that the varieties of what you bought are in good shape, and will leaf out when it warms up. They'll, they'll leaf out when it warms up. It is surprising that Sam Houston was not leafing out as it is a uh, low-chill variety and would already, already be blooming in San Antonio and surrounding areas. So just be patient. I'm fairly confident that they will leaf out and just do fine. It will be okay for the trees to make a fr- few fruit. So uh, I, ma- I imagine that uh, problem has been solved, according to Dr. Stein. Uh, 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. It's kind of neat. Now that the sun has come out and broken through the clouds <laughs> just a little bit, we got more folks out here shopping at Millburgers. People come when the sun comes. Yep, like like the blooms. People come out when the sun does. and. Uh, we encourage you to come on out and visit with us. Lots of beautiful items here. I tell you what folks have gobbled up um, is the bougainvilleas. Oh, yeah. They've been looking great, and just compared to yesterday, there are much fewer of them. Uh, we still all have... The petunia baskets are gone. Too. Oh, look at that, too. You're right. Wow. wow. full of petunias. Yeah. yeah, they were. I saw a lot well, they of They sure pretty. Saw a yeah. lot of them. Well, and lots of tomatoes. Have been... <clears throat> yep. Uh, no, still, Milberger still, restocks them all. Yeah, still a huge uh, inventory, lots of different varieties, all those we recommend. A few heirlooms in there, um, so you can take advantage of that. Calvin has a question from Francis on the line at 210-308-8867. Hey there, Francis. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm just fine, and you? Good. How can we help you? Um, I have a question about uh, an article that Calvin wrote a few years ago about a virus that was attacking that was attacking knockout roses. 
Now, I have a grandma's yellow rose, which is not a knockout, but it had all the symptoms he talked about, the thick canes with a whole bunch of the uh, little spikes on them, the thorns on them, you know, and it has all the symptoms of that, and it used to be a gorgeous bush. It's not so much anymore, and I'm thinking about taking it out this spring and putting another grandma's yellow in its place because I loved it so much, but I'm wondering, does that virus is it in the ground or will it attack the new bush or not should i just put something else there or not plant anything there no now is where are you located in the windcrest area windcrest yeah because that 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 virus attacks all roses yeah you -hmm. generally you get as you get all of that rose out of the out of there and discard it throw it in a put it in a garbage sack and put it in the uh, garbage, but your the symptoms are pretty obvious. Huh? We haven't heard. I don't think we've heard that the, the grandma's no. yellow has seen it. We're, yeah, we're kind of. It, I had it's in a, a little. It's a, several feet away from some knockout roses that I have in the front, and they don't appear to have gotten this. But the little grandma's yellow, and I love that bush. You know, it's one I bought out there at Millburger several years ago, and it's just been gorgeous, and it's just not anymore. And last year I had the yard man cut it down, you know, practically all the way off, and it still doesn't look good. It'll get a few roses on there, but it's nothing like it used to be, and it certainly wouldn't cost that much to replace it. I'm just wondering, though, does that virus get in the ground, and if I put it in that same spot, will I get the same, will, will the same thing happen to it? I think I think you're okay yeah. putting it in the same spot. The, the, we're worried mostly in terms of the virus spreading by the uh, mites mm-hmm. that are on the plant. So you, well, that's why you want to get all that uh, leaves and everything and just put it in that throw the throw it away. And then I think you're since you didn't get none of your knockouts are showing any symptoms. Um, your grandma's yellow should be even less likely to. Right, be affected. Well, it's been now a few to get years. A, to get another grandma's yellow, you better come on out to Millburgers because I think they may be the only ones that uh, has a good supply of grandma's yellow. Well, I was thinking of coming out there Tuesday, since that's Old Folks Day, and I'm an old folk. <laughs> <laughs> That'll work. Yeah, sounds good. That'll uh, yeah. work. If they still t- have any by Tuesday, I mean, you're making me wonder now. If I get out there Tuesday, will they have them? Well, you can call. I don't know how many they got left. Call 210-497-3760 and just ask, and they can put aside one for you. Just say, yeah, tell yeah. them you're coming by Tuesday. Oh, well, just, that's a good idea. I'll, I'll go ahead and call them. Well, well thank you so much. Sure. Oh, okay. Dig all, those, dig all those roots out and get it out as soon as possible. Can I ask one more quick question? I've been Sure, Absolutely. Look- and see when the wildflowers are going to be out. I was wondering if any of y'all had spotted any pretty wildflowers, maybe like up 281 or anywhere. I don't know. So we've got two reports. One, well, I mean, they're all up 1604, and Jerry's seen them and stuff. And mm-hmm. um, I've seen some in the central part of town, like Hebner and, and uh, I don't know if that's center anymore, uh, Hebner and Bitters and that area. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> 281 and bitters, but um, I'm sorry. Someone was saying, was it 181 toward Floresville and all through that area? All the wildflowers are yeah. pretty. Stockdale, Fall yeah. City. Um, okay. He, he, he even outlined a two-hour uh, trip through those towns. 
who yeah. outlined? Where could I see that? Oh, one of the, list- one uh, of the listeners. One of the listeners did. Reg, he was uh, going from Floresville to Poth to... Well, I should have written it down, but... Well, he went through... You didn't write it down, Bill? No, I did not write it down. What, did you think you'd remember it? Yes. <laughs> I think we've all learned a valuable lesson. Um, but, but, yeah, it was yeah. all through that area. Yeah, just aim for Floresville and then go or, uh, east. And someone else, uh, Spider-Man, set up uh, uh, between uh, between Marble Falls and Lano. Um, I, I presume that's 281. Well, the Stockdale is south of here, so it makes sense they'd be blooming probably a yeah, little bit. Yeah, and, and the paintbrush, Indian paintbrush would be blooming, too. Yeah, yeah. you should. Uh, They're thick down there. You just head yeah. that, I think, that direction. You'll Most of those roads will have some action on there. Well, I have a neighbor here a few blocks away from me that has a whole front yard full of blue bonnets, and they are gorgeous. You know, All I'm right. sure here in town a little bit earlier, probably because it's a little warmer here in town. But I was afraid if I waited too long, I'd miss out on it. But, you know, the weather forecast is, is cloudy for, like, till the end of March. So And I kind of right. like to go on a sunny day, but, you know. Yeah, but Jerry well, says really, you if take it your rain. best pictures on a cloudy day. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just wanted to look, but would not take photos. Oh, yeah. you, you don't want a, a butt damage any? <laughs> no, I don't see anybody out there tromping down blue bonnets. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for your help, uh-huh. Francis. All right. Well, good luck on the rose. Yeah, get it out of there. Yeah, call them. Yeah. Call them in a few minutes. Put it, by, find out. Put it by the way, is your, is your neighbor watering his blue bonnets or hers? You know, no, because it's one of those houses that has a bunch of gravel, you know, rocks in the front yard. Cause okay. Here, but they obviously just sprinkle the blue bonnet seeds, and they probably have spread because their neighbor's yard has a bunch of them coming up now. So I'm sure the seeds have blown over there. Yeah, but it's, well, it, you know, and it's they, dry. It's dry. And they're and if we, long, if, yeah, they're if we don't, right even if it, yeah, okay. Uh, but okay. it's dry, and if you want your bloom to continue and last, uh, those of you who are growing blue bonnets. You better be uh, giving them some supplemental water. Yeah, okay. Well, thank you, and bye-bye. Bye-bye. Right, thank you. Bye. Take care, All right, 210-308-8867. Larry is on the line. Colin from New Braunfels. Larry, before you start, do you have some blue bonnets up there in New Braunfels that you're seeing? We do, a lot. Good, okay. On, eight, on 1863, south of uh, 46. Yep. So if uh, folks want to make a day trip, they can just come to New Braunfels. All right, how can we help you, Larry? Okay. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, no, I'm sorry. 40, 45 gallon pot. Uh, got some tomato. One tomato per 45 gallon pot. What That's can I good. expect my What can I expect my uh, water requirements to be uh, this time of the year when when they're when they're because uh, it had never rained. You know, the pots have been filled up for two two months, and we haven't only had maybe. <clears throat> a half or six tenths, uh, and I watered. When I watered them in, I watered two and a half gallons per pot. But I'm wondering what my follow-up should be on a weekly basis. What kind of potting mix do you have? Uh, I've got a blend of uh, uh, half compost and half good uh, bulk uh, garden soil. Okay. It's on the it's on the it's on the medium. It's a medium. It's not real light. And it's not real heavy. Drains okay. well. 
Good. Uh, if I water two and a half per per week, is that is that enough? Adequate? That'd be enough for a while. I think so. Yeah. Now you. Okay. Uh, yeah. You did the. Advantage. If you have to water more, you got good drainage, so it's not going to hurt anything. But I'd watch. I'd go ahead and do that two and a half gallon. But watch too. If it warms up, your plants get bigger. You may have to water more than once. A week. Did you? Did you? Do you use small transplants, or did you grow them in containers? No, they were four inch, uh, four inch uh, transplants. Uh, oh, and good. I buried, them, buried them pretty deep, and I got a. Uh, my homemade uh, insulate around them to keep them from getting all beat up. So they're look at you, you know. And I plant and I followed your lead from last year because this has been a multi-year project. I, I drilled all my holes and everything in the bottom of the pot. So I, good, I that, that's going to be helpful. Yes, sir. Now, now did you use uh, copious amounts of osmocote in there? I did not. I'm a hastard grow man. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I'm a yeah, you are. I wish it, wish it would grow, huh? Come on now, I'm a, I'm organic, <laughs> but I did use, uh, I did use rock, I did use rock phosphate in the, in the. I oh, okay. Rock phosphate. Oh, jeez. Uh, Come on now, follow, follow uh, a question. Uh, question uh, on my potatoes. Uh, first time planting potatoes. I planted twelve raised beds. Pulled up some small hills, uh, rows, and of course they all came up. Uh, but I've got, they were multi-eyed, and uh, but I've got sprouts coming out of the top of the bed and also the side of the bed. So do I need to uh, do anything until they start blooming as far as pulling up additional soil? No. Well, well. Uh, yes. Uh, generally, you dig a dig a trench out and plant them in the trench. Then, when they go grow out of the trench, you pull the soil in on them. Well, I put them in four inches deep with a bulb planter, and you put compost under them and compost on top. All right. So there, the the eyes are four, and it took ten or twelve days for them to, to break the ground. But they're uh, but they're the eyes are four inches deep. Okay, when the that's good. When the plants get uh, what six eight inches above the surface, yeah, just then you can then you need to mound some soil. Mound up around the plants, right? Because they will not they will not they will not form potatoes uh, unless you unless you. Do that mounding. So, so if I have a six-inch tall potato plant, then I'm going to pull soil up out of my valleys uh, and, and start covering the lower leaves. Right. Got yeah, you actually lower do. Lower leaves and stem. Yeah. So you keep. So you keep. So you just keep as it grows. You want to keep. Well, how much? How much of the plant do you want to keep out of the out of the ground? Not three well, four inches. Yeah, you can get by with just the top of the top leaves, even. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, okay. it doesn't face and it, then, and it's growing. It's growing so fast, it moves right out of that mound. Yeah. Pretty quickly. Right. Right. Well, they're already about two to three inches tall. Okay. So when uh, when it when they start blooming, is it okay to fill the valleys in with red oak leaves? Oh yeah. Absolutely. To prevent. To prevent from 
Yeah, when they when they start blooming, they'll uh, they'll have uh, bee size or, or new potatoes. We call them. smaller okay. potatoes can be harvested. And that and and so that's sufficient. And, and so what would be better, uh, a good mix of compost or just using the red oak leaves? I think red oak leaves are good. Okay. I don't know. I'm I'm kind of inclined to use uh, compost, compost mix. Yeah. About okay. that, it's a it's amazing what works for people in terms of that mounding. Mm-hmm. They do. I mean, right. I've seen just piles of uh, organic material and the potatoes underneath them, and they work. Right. You see your potatoes forming okay. about the first or second true leaf. Above the uh, above the seed piece. Gotcha. Cool. Okay. What co- what what right. what, well, what, pota- what potato what? did you plant? Uh, I had two varieties. I know that one of them was Kenny Beck, and uh, they're both red. I, I don't Good. I don't remember what the other brand Pontiac, was. maybe they're too. Both Pontiac, yeah. Might have, yeah, yeah. I think it was Pontiac. Pontiac and Kenny Beck. So there first you go. I'm growing potatoes, so I'm just experimenting. They cool. be good. Yeah. Good tell us how it goes, Larry. Happy, happy St. Patty's Day. Thank happy you. St. Patty's Day Thank to you, you too. for calling. Take care, Larry. Bye bye. Hey, we're going to take a quick break, then we'll talk to James, and we'll get you a couple of Blue Bonnet reports right after this on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Walt Disney said, if you can dream it, you can achieve it. I'm Sonny Melendrez, and I've dreamed of a show that enlightens, inspires, and entertains. A dream come true. The all-new Sonny Melendrez Show, Sunday mornings at 11 on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevard Road. And if I sound excited, it's because I am. Millburgers' big anniversary celebration is about to begin this Wednesday, and that means great savings and terrific events as Millburger celebrates its 41st anniversary here in San Antonio. Okay, let's talk about the savings first, and I'll be honest with you. There are too many things and too many items on sale to talk about in just 60 seconds. So I'm going to suggest you go to millburgernursery.com to learn more. Millburgernursery.com. I can tell you about the upcoming event this Saturday over at the nursery. It's March 23rd from 10 to 2. If you want to grow roses in San Antonio, you talk to the experts, the San Antonio Rose Society. And they'll be at Millburgers answering your rose questions from 10 to 2. It's not a seminar. They'll be setting up a table and you come up and ask any question you want about growing roses in San Antonio. For more information, go to millburgernursery.com and happy birthday, Millburgers. When a challenge rises up, Do we let it stand in our way or go the distance to overcome it? I didn't want to stay at the bottom, but after I was shot four times in Afghanistan, I was told I'd never walk again or have feeling below my waist. If I even survived, I felt paralyzed physically and mentally. There were many times where I took two steps forward only to be knocked back five. When I struggled to get up my hill, depression and thoughts of suicide threatened to keep me down forever. My wife, and healthcare providers were there to catch me and push me forward. I learned that psychological care is key to recovery from both physical and invisible wounds. 
It's been more than two years and my journey is still ongoing, but I know I won't quit. Decide now that I can, I will take the first step. Reaching out is a sign of strength. Visit realwarriors.net or call 800-874-2273. Investment advisory and insurance services are offered through Pax Financial Group. This is Larry Elder, and I'd like you to imagine transitioning into retirement knowing that you will not outlive your money, knowing that you'll have time to spend with your grandchildren, and knowing you'll end up leaving this world better than you found it. The team at Pax Financial Group knows retirement is more than just your investments. It is your life. And that is why Pax Financial Group uses a process called Pivot Retirement Planning that specifically focuses on helping us in middle America have an effective transition into the next chapter of life. Don't leave town. Retire right here in San Antonio. And with a final thought, I pivot to the CEO of Pax Financial Group, Daryl Lyons. When I was in D.C. and met with Larry, we both knew there aren't any breaks coming from Washington. We at Pax Financial Group do want to help you pivot like we have for so many. Call us today and learn more at PaxFinancialGroup.com. Pax Financial Group, investing in your life. 180 over 111, and I had a stroke. I couldn't speak or walk. 150 over 90, and I had a stroke. This is what high blood pressure sounds like. You might not feel its symptoms, but the results from a stroke are far from silent. Get back on your treatment plan or talk with your doctor to create a plan that works for you. Go to loweryourhpp.org. Head to toe, everything's changed. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council. This is Randy Oliver with Hollywood Crawford Garage Doors and Openers. Visit our new showroom, pick out a new garage door, or let us service or repair your garage door. We're Hollywood Crawford Door Company. 210-361-8032, hollywoodcrawford.com. out there 210-308-8867 hey james what you got hey i got a blue a wildflower report for y'all gentlemen uh Good. if y'all still taking those hey i live about equal distance about five miles south east of lytle five miles southwest of somerset and my pastures for the past two to three weeks have been a sea of blue and a sea of orange Just yeah this year Paintbrush and blue. Yes, sir. You, they're in the sand, right? Yes, sir. Pure sand country. They, they seem to like that. But the past few years, we hadn't got the time. At least where I live, uh, I hadn't gotten the timely rain. So that rain we had in the fall, I guess, was good enough to to rejuvenate things for this spring. <laughs> out where I live, anyway. Yeah. So, I, so I, folks are making a drive. Where do they go? Uh, actually, a real pretty place would be go down 35 south, just south of Lytle. I'm in Divine right now, and uh, when I drove through Natalia on the front roads, I mean, there's just solid blue mm-hmm. So I imagine the further south you go towards Laredo, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. Nice cool. Road. Sounds good, James. Thanks, man. All right. Yeah. All right, appreciate it. Those will be those will be the ones that are blue all the way to the top. Yeah, I was going to wonder if you were going to. Yeah, and Carmelo called and said, and, and Carmelo had to hang up, but said sixteen oh four in Nacogdoches is great for blue bonnets. Oh, Tons okay. of people taking pictures right there by Rolling Oaks Mall. 
So there may be some butt butt damage. Butt damage, yes. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> but Gav. <laughs> poor Calvin. All right. <laughs> so uh, 1604 Nacogdoches, if you don't want to go too far, but we've got Lytle, New Braunfels, Marble Falls. Yep. So Is anywhere you go. Anywhere you go. Those blue bonnets are making a show of it. There you go. We just need a little rain. Yeah, and we I th- do. I think Friday was the uh, 40% chance. Wow, 40% chance. Well, I think uh, Wednesday, Thursday. better not be that mist thing again. <laughs> Tuesday, I think Tuesday through Thursday was 20%. Jerry's so excited. Go ahead and water. We've got okay. the official uh, oh. uh, blessing from uh, Mark Peterson, who used to work for Saul before he said go water. <laughs> but, Poor uh, Mark. <laughs> But uh, yeah, that uh, to keep the blue bonnet growing and blooming, uh, you need need to give them. Blue bonnets are just weeds anyway. Well, that's they're weeds. They just the state weeds. Just enjoy them as long as they bloom, and then move on to the next. Man, (laughs) (laughs) all these people calling in, they Mm. want to see blue bonnets. They're looking good. I mean, they're yeah. Despite the, you know, that Jerry predicting that they don't have enough rain to that, hold their heads up. They're not going to last very long if we don't have rain or if you don't water. But, uh, all right. And uh, we'll mention tomorrow at the Garden Center, uh, there are two speakers, one on roses and one on cactus. And uh, they'll be part of the Gardening's Essential class at the Garden Center from noon to three. Yeah, I think. Yeah. And while you're there, you can check on the design school. There you go, Calvin. Good. That's on a- April 6th at the Pearl Brewery area, and uh, the, all the information will be available. And of course, their design schools always include uh, four lectures, uh, three handouts, and an opportunity to uh, discuss one-on-one with a um, m- master volunteer. Mm-hmm. Uh, about your particular landscape, so it's a great program. Yeah. So, um, for more vo- more information on both uh, gardeningvolunteers.org, the San Antonio Rose Society again will be here next Saturday. So, we encourage you to come and ask. Just gather all your rose questions, anything you've ever wanted to know about roses, and it's kind of like a personal consultation, actually. I can hardly wait to find out the best varieties. Well, we'll, we'll ask them. To it come won't be the same to- without Jackie being here. <laughs> yeah. So come on out to Millburgers with all your rose questions. And like I said, it is kind of like a personal consultation uh, with a rose expert on what to grow, how to care for it, how to take care of it and feed it and all that good stuff. So we'll say goodbye. On behalf of the docs, thanks to Ashley doing a great job getting all your calls on the air. And thanks to you for listening. I'm Milton Glick. We will see you next Saturday on The Answer. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.